Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to the Always Online Multiplayer Gaming Podcast brought to you by MMOBomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer related. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, aka Magic Man, as always. We got a great show for you today. Great show. Bunch of things are about to catch a whooping. <laughs> a bunch of things are about to catch a whooping. If you're not uh, joining us live, twitch.tv slash MMOBomb every Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern. You miss a lot in the pre and post show. So we encourage you, join us if you can. Come and hang out and chat. Give your opinions on stuff as we go through the shows. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on Audible, Spotify, any of those, iTunes, we appreciate it. Give it a thumbs up, a like, a subscribe. Turn on the notifications. But most importantly, on YouTube or on MMOBomb.com proper, your weekly question answers and your weekly bombs. Get them in the comments. Important part of the show. Couldn't have them without you. As we do the show... I've got some friends to introduce. First one, Mr. Troy Blackburn. What's up, Noob Fridge? Hello, friends. How is everyone today? I am doing well. Thank you. Didn't catch a whooping this morning, so you're feeling Did good. Did not catch a whooping this morning. Not this morning. <laughs> Just, it's a good Friday. It's a good Friday yeah. so far. So far. Also on the line, Mr. Wilfredo Rivera. What's up, sir? Uh, you know, same thing. You know, blood pressure, cholesterol, that bit. Look at the new digs. Yeah, yeah, new digs. Yeah, so, how, how are you liking it, the new place? Look at all those guitars. Yeah, uh, it's quiet. Yeah, that's that's always good, but sometimes kind of bad because then it's like, oh, it's too quiet for me to make noise. <laughs> so, so like, are you are you allowed to do whatever you want with the place, or is the lady like taking over? I'm the this room is yours, the rest of the house is mine. <laughs> so, so this space is eighty percent mine; the rest is hers. <laughs> <laughs> so even oh, this i am forever on pot roast duty ah fair enough fair enough fair enough well congrats on the new place looks great chat already loving your guitars they were just about to comment on that before i said something yeah he's played on the show before he's played on the show before uh we got to get him to do it again the, oh terra nova wants to know if the cricket followed we speculated that follow. it might larry didn't come thankfully he, he doesn't like to pay rent I'm going to mail him an unmarked box of crickets. Just like hit up the pet store for like snake feed, right? That's where they are in that section. You can get live crickets for that type of stuff. Just send him a box of like a dozen crickets. God, no. (laughs) Your girl would be like, you are never doing a show with that boy again. Never. (laughs) Never. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Let's uh, get started with the news. We got a we got a lot of it. It's been a busy video week, and uh, will continue to be so through next week over on MMOBomb.com. Put up the first look for Palia. I did that one earlier this week. Troy's first look for Naraka Blade Point uh, went up as well. I love that somebody commented, uh, it's a bit late, isn't it? I'm like, uh, we wouldn't have done one until it went free to play, so no. (laughs) 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 Apparently you knew here. Welcome. Um, We got Wayfinder Early Access. We'll get to in a minute kicked off, so that first look will be whenever the hell the game can actually be played. We've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Don't know if that one's going to have a first look, but I'm sure Troy will probably stream it next week or, or <clears throat> excuse me, or I'll stream it at some point. Um, but just a lot of new games, new studios. Oh, then we have Waven uh, Early Access kicking off. Troy's prepping for that first look now. So expect 
hopefully a Waven and a Wayfinder first look uh, next week at minimum. But we're going to run through all of these new things. First off being Palia, since that one, the first look did go up there. And we've kind of expressed some initial thoughts from their like limited closed beta testing and everything. If you want to jump in Palia, now you can. It's absolutely free to play from Singularity 6. One of those building, crafting, survival-esque games. You will see other players in there. Uh, there your housing area is instanced, so you have to invite people or like set up public options for people to visit, stuff like that. But the actual world itself, uh, you will see other players running around, whether you're partied with them or not. Not a lot, though. The the world map, uh, maps, I should say, that you're going through, they're, they're heavily instanced, so it's like, you know, maybe a dozen or so people uh, in each map, and that kind of interferes with loading times. But now that we've had some more hands-on time with it, Troy, what are your thoughts about Pally out of the gate? Uh, it's... It's it, it's interesting. I like the I like the building of it. I like sort of the crafting and stuff like that. Um, the, some some of the instant stuff I'm not the biggest fan of. It, it is awfully instanced. Um, I get that the housing is instanced. It's hard to do open world housing that really that really does well. Yeah, without uh, getting over, into like land grab bullshit. Yeah, because you're gonna get into that kind of crap. But uh, overall, I don't think it's anything that's gonna hold my attention for an extremely long period of time. Uh, I'm looking for something more, more combaty, more get out and explore the world more than that. And I just don't know that Palio is going to be it for me at the end of the day. Yeah, there is definitely no combat here. This is, yeah. you know, don't go, don't go into it expecting like, um, oh, gathering, crafting, survival, you know, uh, V rising. Uh, no, it's there is no combat side of things. Uh, at all there is kind of like a main story quest that goes through it and this game is going to be as tori says in chat uh for some of their friends it it is going to be an addictive game for some people it is one of those games wilfredo where it's like cool let's learn new recipes now let's go farm up the stuff to make this and uh but if you're looking for while there is like a main quest through there and the game does like pace you it really forces a pace on you with the time it takes to build certain things, the time it takes to do certain quests that they give you. Like you're going through the game at the pace they want you to for quite a while. Um, that's not to say that it isn't fun or, or open in any way. You can run off the beaten path and do whatever the hell you want, but you are going to be paced by, by the game here. I don't know. Like, I, I'm okay with the art style. I don't mind the kind of cartoony, almost Fortnite-ish thing. I know that's going to turn a bunch of people off. They're just sick of seeing that Fortnite-esque style uh, in games. I don't generally gravitate to these games. I did have fun playing Palia, but I feel like this is one that maybe six months down the road, a year down the road, is going to be a lot better. I just got like late alpha, early closed beta feelings from it. Like there were neat systems, and I said this in the first look, neat different systems, but no real meat behind it or interconnectivity behind it or what's the purpose of this system long-term behind it yet. Almost the same way I felt with New World, Troy. Like initially, there's a good mm. skeleton here, but the meat is missing. Yeah, and there there was a lot of that in New World, and it takes time. Uh, when, when the game feels like that, because ESO kind of felt that way at launch. New World felt that way at launch. 
Uh, it takes time for a game to put meat on its bones when it launches in a state that feels like that. Um, so, you know, like you said, six, nine months down the road, maybe we start seeing some updates that really bring some more substance to it. You building some stuff, Wilfredo? What are your Palia thoughts? It, it, it's kind of weird because it's like a mix of like a, like a Minecraft with a bit of like Stardew Valley. It seems yeah. cool. It's just, for me, it's just not, there's not enough substance there. And like you said, you know, maybe a year down the road, there'll be more to it. But I think for people who are looking for a game to play that don't want to focus on going out and grinding up a bunch of like armor and weapons, just want to kind of like chill and kind of have like a peaceful simulator. I think this is it. I think this is a game for them. Um, me, though, I'm, I'm looking more for an RP aspect on all aspects. That includes combat, dungeon diving, raids, stuff like that. But I can see the appeal for this. The art style, I actually don't mind. I actually like this art yeah. style. I think it, it's very fitting for this type of game. And they generally um, age better anyway. Yeah, yeah. it'll it'll it, ten years down the road, and people say, "Oh, yeah, it's still in bad." So uh, while it's not my cup of tea, I can see the the mass appeal for it. It's actually, I think it's going to do pretty good once they get things situated. Yeah, I have a feeling you're probably right. Like we keep hearing this referred to as the cozy MMO and it definitely is that. Like if you just want to go get lost and do some fishing for three hours and like listen to some Netflix and, and zone, cool. This is a perfect game for you. Like it's, it is 100% those play at your own pace, Animal Crossing-esque type games. But you get a bunch of systems right now that really don't seem to mean anything. And maybe they will, maybe they won't. Specifically in the first look I mentioned in the NPC dialogue, the conversation options, they give like a little elemental insignia next to possible replies. And if you mouse over them, they say like, oh, if you answer in the fire style, this is the personality type. And if you answer in the water style, this is the personality type. Uh, and so maybe that's just there for RP flavor. Like, what kind of character do I want my 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 person to be in the world of Palia? Uh, or maybe that has implications in later systems that are coming, in which case, uh-oh, like, I don't want to be screwed out of potential options later or have made a grind for myself because I this system meant nothing now but will in the future. NPC romancing and relationships, kind of the same way. There's some perks for that. It's one of those things, it's like, I like everything about the package. If you take things individually, Troy, there are games that do things better, right? Fishing is mm -hmm. done better, and gathering is done better, and crafting is done better. But it's a nice, tight little package when it comes to its core. I just don't see the bigger picture yet, and that's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for. Takal, I think you're absolutely right. It absolutely has potential. I don't know if I like it being open beta. Uh, I feel like this you know, that open beta should maybe be a few more months down the road. One thing I hate about it, I absolutely hate about Palia, is its monetization. And that's really stupid for me to say, I know, because it's 100% free to play, and everything in the cash shop is cosmetic. Literally, personally cosmetic. Your shirt, your pants, that type of stuff. That's it. There's no time boosters, percentage boosters, gathering, none of that stuff. So from what's in the cash shop, absolutely love it. They nailed it. The way the cash shop is done for this type of game, I absolutely hate it, Troy. One, the th shit is expensive. Mm. It's like 8 to $15 for a shirt, a pair of pants. If you want the bundle for a particular style, those go anywhere from like $20 to 
And, and, no, there is no build time skips or anything like that. Um, and they use a currency conversion, which of course doesn't match up to the pricing. So you're always just a few Palia coins shy and you need to buy a bigger bundle to get what you want. Or you bought a bigger bundle last time and now you have 400 coins sitting there. So psychologically, that next purchase is made a little easier, Troy, because you already have 500 of them. Mm. But this is a fallacy, <laughs> gang. This is a fallacy, yeah. by the way. Uh, I can't stand that. <laughs> Baron Vagabond, I don't even spend that on real clothes. <laughs> yeah, it is freaking pricey. It is pricey. It's uh, it's it's too pricey, and I think at the end of the day, it's going to end up costing them because you're going to have your whales, of course, who who just buy everything. But I think the the opportunity for those of us who get into a game and like to throw a few dollars at the game, uh, I think yeah. that opportunity goes away because I'm not going to throw fifty bucks at something to to get like one outfit or something like that. Yeah, and the game doesn't have enough meat for me to really want to look different yet. Right. Like mm. I'm going to start spending money to help support the devs on a project that I like and maybe pick up something that I like uh, style wise along the way, because I'm going to spend a fair amount of time in this game. So I want to look a little bit different. Uh, Palia doesn't do that for me yet. And as soon as I looked at the cash shop, I was like, I like where you're going, uh, Wilfredo. I want to see where this goes because I think you've got a nice skeleton here. But I'm sorry, man. I ain't throwing you fourteen dollars for a, a jacket. Like that's just not gonna happen. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't want to spend fifteen bucks a month for a sub. What makes you think I want to spend fifteen dollars one time on a jacket? Like, come on, or, or on a shirt? No, it's, it, I think I think they have. Again, you you mentioned this before. What they did with the cash shop when it comes to being totally cosmetic, smart. The pricing makes no sense. Uh, it's it's one of those things like good idea, bad execution. That said, there is going to be an audience that just like absolutely becomes addicted to this. You know, that yeah, audience that likes things like play. Animal Crossing and, and stuff like this. As this gets more and more involved, that audience will get bigger. Um, but will Singularity 6 be able to get where they want it in time? So that they don't lose the player base that, that that they've picked up by going into open beta now. There's definitely fun to be had there. I'm going to give the game a, a tentative thumbs up for now. I enjoyed my time in it. I don't really have personal interest in staying in it right now. But I am going to leave it installed because it is one I want to watch through a few updates to see where they go. So I'm going to give it a thumbs up for now, Troy. What about you? Uh, thumb sideways. I'm not sure that this is going to be for me. Wilfredo? I'm going to give it a thumbs up, even though it's not for me. It looks like it's going to be a, a really awesome game once they get it all fleshed out. Moving on, Wayfinder went into early access yesterday. Oh, okay, hold on. Reword. <laughs> <laughs> Wayfinder launched its early access yesterday. Ah, reword. <laughs> Wayfinder tweeted that early access had started yesterday. <laughs> Uh, or, uh, reword. Wait, wait. Reword is not tweeted <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Xed. Yeah. Xed. Uh, okay. So, uh, full disclosure, by the way, here, because we are going to be talking about founders packs in here uh, as far as like pricing and stuff, because it is an early access. This will be free to play at launch, but for early access, you have to buy a founders pack. Okay. So, anybody that wants to play this game right now on whatever platform, 
you have to spend money. When it launches, free-to-play will be there. No problem. But for now, it costs. Uh, and disclosure, they supplied us with a couple of founders packs. I think they sent me three because I, I used one. Troy, I sent you one, right? And I sent mm-hmm. Matt one, the, the three of us that were talking about it last week. Uh, so they sent us this so we did not spend money. So I'm not going to be as pissed as some of you out there, but I'm still pissed on your behalf. <laughs> pissed off for you. Yeah. So this action MMO, which we've been tentatively excited for, but cautiously optimistic about some things, was supposed to go into early access on Tuesday. Late Monday night, they tweeted out they were delaying that for two days. Okay. Thursday, yesterday, it was supposed to start at 1 p.m. Eastern. Didn't really start till I think like 20 after or almost 1.30 Eastern. Okay, fine. Whatever. You know, a little spin-up problem. According to Steam, I have spent almost an hour and a half in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Troy is laughing because I have never once been in the game. (laughs) Can boot up. Can get to the title screen. Can click on login with your Digital Extremes account. And for the most part yesterday, it would just flash, please wait and then kick you back to the login with your DE account screen. It wouldn't even say anything. Late yesterday, it started saying, maximum players in here, try later. This morning, I tried again before the cast, because I wanted to be able to talk about playing the game, the combat changes, Troy, all mm-hmm. that stuff. No, no. Right before the cast, I saw the EULA for the first time. I logged in, clicked log into DE, and I got the the EULA and was able to acknowledge it. Then it threw me in a queue, which they have just added as of this afternoon, of 8,000-plus players. Not a good look for a game you have to pay to get into right now. Base package is 20 bucks, and then there's some other packs for 50 90 and $150. As if delaying things the day before wasn't bad enough, Troy, you could not buy the Founders Packs until it went live. You couldn't buy them. They didn't pre-sell these. So they went into an early access, delayed it by two days because they recognized there was a problem. Okay, that sucks. Kudos to you for recognizing it and wanting the launch to be smooth. And then, oh my God, look at your launch. So they kind of went into this Wilfredo, without the ability to even know approximately how many players were going to be interested in day one access because they bought Founders Packs. You couldn't buy a pack until the whole thing went live anyway. Like, it's just been one slew of, oh my, you you really are an MMO, even though you don't want to be called an MMO. <laughs> Got some MMO tendencies. Um, it I, It's weird because it seems like there's no organization or logistics on how to handle this like you would figure if you did you know founders packs prior to you launching your closed beta it would give you an idea on how many people are coming to play your game exactly you can use it as a population forecast right but it just seems like they're like oh well we'll just kind of all do it what at once and see what happens 
Um, I, I have a question. Have you checked out any other games that have done it like this? I don't remember a game of recent memory where the Founders Packs were not on sale ahead of time. Even if it was just a few days ahead of time. Like, hey, they're going to go on sale Monday, early access starts Thursday type deal. I, I can't, and maybe Chad, if you remember one, or Troy, I don't remember a game that was like, yeah, when early access goes live, then you'll be able to buy Founders Packs. Yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head, and maybe it's because they didn't have these kind of issues with it uh, going into it is why it wasn't really memorable, but I don't remember one. They used, like, obviously their betas and stuff, they were able to limit the number of invites they sent out, right? So they they had constant control over, we're going to send out 10,000 for this test. Our next test, we're going to let those 10,000 roll into the test if they want to, and we're going to send out X thousand more. Like, so they've always had control of the population in the game until now until now and the minute they got control or the minute they they opened those gates they just weren't ready not like there were issues and every game has its issues if any company ever figures out how to launch a live service easily on day one they're gonna make millions like they're just gonna make millions just sell that's the the package to everybody and it's really really it's a bad look i'm and i tweeted that out yesterday i'm sorry I want Wayfinder to succeed. On paper, it is my ideal current MMO. Give me the dungeons and the bosses and just throw everything else away for a while. And just let me do that. On paper, I'm eating this game up. It's Digital Extremes as the publisher. Okay, I love their free-to-play payment models for, for Warframe. Yeah, it's a different developer. That's fine. Airship Syndicate. But they've got the guidance of, of uh, Digital Extremes. Like, on paper, this should be a home run. And it's just file tip after file tip for the last X months. Yeah, this just following sort of what ended up being sort of a, a lackluster beta uh, for, for me personally, at least. I know we've talked about it before with the combat and some of the issues going into it. And, and now here it is for those who have paid for it and are waiting to play, they're unable to get in. I was really looking forward to checking out some of the combat changes and be able yeah. to, uh, you know, brag about some of the stuff that they've improved and really talk good on them. Instead, here we are sitting here uh, talking about the problems that they have. What do you think, uh, Wilfredo, of the whole idea of like unlocking? I, I know it's heroes in this game, but it's essentially classes, right? Unlocking classes through gameplay, right? Since you don't customize a character individually, make your own character, you bounce between heroes or classes. We saw Skyforge do that, right? Where the classes were a cash shop item, but they could all be unlocked through gameplay. And that's not to say that Skyforge did it well. They did not. And it pissed a lot of people off the grind there. But what do you think about that whole concept of, hey, yeah, you could just spend X bucks on the newest class or get it through gameplay. Are you okay with that? I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, it does give you a reason to kind of like, especially if it's a class that you really want to play and you don't want to spend the money on it. It gives you a reason to keep going into the game and it, it kind of forces you to learn the mechanics of the game and things like that. But it could also make the game get stale because maybe the class that you're looking to get isn't exactly what you want. It sounds good, but then you play that class and you're like, this is kind of boring and you kind of feel as though you may have been cheated. Uh, it's, it's, it really is 50-50. I think it depends on how well the game plays yeah. and locks you in, but the, you know, the reward has to matter, right? Because a lot of people, if you look at other games like Destiny and things like that, 
you can go in and beat the hell out of a raid, but if you get crap gear, you're like, this was a waste. You'll do it again. That's just your compulsion. You'll do it again. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely middle of the road. I think it's a good idea in some aspects, but can be littered with a lot of risks that aren't worth taking. And, and in Skyforge, like, they put such a grind in front of them, Troy, that it was like, wow, you really want me to go buy this thing. And I always liked the, the idea conceptually. But then, like you said, Wilfredo, I think there's another element that comes on top of that, Troy, where it's, well, none of the five or whatever it is starting classes in X game are my play style. I feel like I would really, that that class that is unlocked later is the play style I would like to play. So I can either play the game to grind that out with classes I know I'm not particularly going to enjoy or toss you money to get that class. That's kind of a weird position to put a, a new player in. Yeah, it, sh it should be more like all the classes are available for you to choose from from the start. You can choose one, and then the rest of them have to be unlocked. That way you can choose your playstyle to at least start out with. Yeah, and there's a bit going on behind the scenes in, in Wayfinder that isn't exactly like that cut and dry as far as this class, this class, this class. You know, loadout yeah. and skills, and they factor into playstyle with Wayfinder. So that was a little more generically speaking than Wayfinder directed. I'd like to give you a thumbs up for Wayfinder, but I just can't right now. Um, this is a huge, terrible, bad look for this game. Uh, and hopefully they'll get things fixed and, you know, I'll be able to actually get some game time in so I can get a first look video up next week. <laughs> we'll see. Texas I just want to check out these combat changes that they I talk know. so big about. I know. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game comes out today, actually went live just a few hours ago. Uh, so asymmetric horror in the vein of uh, Friday the 13th, the game, uh, or Dead by Daylight, that type of stuff, except your Leatherface and the whole family from Texas Chainsaw Massacre and some survivors. And Gun Interactive has said, hey, don't worry. You know, this isn't going to have what happened with Friday the 13th happen. And I believe them on this one, because what happened with Friday the 13th was not Gun's fault. That was, uh, they got frozen in a dispute between multiple copyright holders. And while that was settled out in court, they couldn't do anything. They're working directly with the singular copyright holder for all of the <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff. Uh, you know what? I enjoyed Friday the 13th, Troy. You and I like these kinds of games. Uh, they did send us some keys. So Troy and I will be checking this game out. Probably, I don't know, Troy, if you want to stream it next on your stream next Wednesday. Um, okay. that, that'd be great. And then maybe I'll check it out on Friday. Uh, or I can hop in your stream and we'll play together. I love these types of games when they're done well. I like Dead by Daylight. I I'm reasonably sure I'm going to like this. Yeah, it, it looks a lot like uh, sort of the Dead by Daylight formula going on here. Um, visually, it looks pretty good, uh, we'll have to say. Their uh, mocap looks, looks great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, looking forward to trying it out and seeing, you know, what the, what the similarities and what the differences are between this and everything else out there. It needs to do something a little different to catch my attention, and maybe it's the IP, maybe it's super. I don't know, man. You put a horror movie title cool, on anything, and I'm, I'm checking maybe the out. the settings are really awesome. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you put a horror movie title on it, and I'm checking it out. Wilfredo, you jumping in here? Uh, we'll avoid the stereotypical first person that dies in a horror movie cliche comment here. Actually, I I, I don't think I'd be that first person because I wouldn't be there in the first place. <laughs> 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 um, here's my thing: like 
I think it, it's nice to see that this genre of gaming is is catching on, but it, it start to me it's starting to get repetitive. I mean, Dead by Daylight, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Like it, like I love these IPs. Don't get me wrong, I love them, but it's becoming more and more of the same, and it's starting to feel kind of like Call of Duty. I mean, this game, and it's it call it a cheap plug if you want. They did. Uh, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, just did a match on Wednesday based off of this game to yep. promote it. Yeah. And, like, that's cool because it's a company full of gamers who want to, you know, obviously promote the game. It looks fun, but it also looks like the same stuff that I saw when I watched Nick Cage get thrown onto a hook. Mm. So, True. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I think I want to see more people playing it. I want to see the full experience of it first before I dive in. Yeah, Tori's saying that I'm the opposite. Uh, they don't like horror stuff. Baron Vagabond brings up a good point. I don't like the fact that you have to have friends with you in order to enjoy this type of game. I, I don't think that you have to, but I can't disagree with you that these games are exponentially better yeah. when you're not just rando queuing. Exponentially yeah. better. Literally, my family and I, we had like five copies of Friday the 13th. Because we would just take a room by ourselves, You know, everybody on different consoles and PCs in my house. And it was just five of us. Four survivors, one's Jason, and we would never, you know. And it is, it's so much more fun. It is. I can't, I can't deny that. I can't deny well, that. There is this other thing, too. And it, it's something that many GMs will understand in the TTRPG space is at a certain point you get into a niche of someone's going to be the forever villain. Just like you're the forever GM. Mm-hmm. And it's like, after a while, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Somebody else swap up. And then when they swap up, because they haven't had the experience, the experience kind of dwindles a bit. It's like, we need you to go back to be the villain. Oh, uh, see, we let it randomly assign. Like, when it was all um, five of us, we queued up, we would just randomly pick. Randomly pick. So we, like, always knew who it was, obviously, right? Who's the only one that's not in the survivor's calm? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but knowing who it is doesn't matter, so. No, it does not. Troy, I know you're looking forward to Waven. Uh, you talked to you had a little preview about that a couple of weeks ago. Early access kicked off. What was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, day before because it was uh, you weren't able to get into the servers the day before. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so day one servers uh, did not work out for North America. I believe it was just North America. Uh, they had a little maintenance that uh, got me in last night for a little while. And I think there's a patch coming up today, this afternoon. I think it's happening like right now, probably, um, where they're really going in and fixing some of the back end problems with some of that stuff instead of just sort of spaghetti code fixing it. So, yeah, been a been a couple of hiccups in waving as well, uh, at least for those of us in North America. But it's a it's a fun little turn based online RPG, and uh, I'm working on a first look of it. I'm still very early on because uh, I'm going to go further into it this time than I did last time. Yeah, I got a little hands-on time with it with the developers and stuff, and then I recorded some B-roll for one of our shows. Um, there, there, and you'll have cash shop stuff to review now too. That yeah, wasn't part the, of the preview, and, and there'll be cash shop stuff and, the, and the battle pass stuff, uh, all kinds of stuff like that to get into now. So. Um, I will have to say, man, last night I, I ran into something really cool. Um, it, it's kind of changed up from the way it was whenever I got hands-on with the developers and kind of had time to it to myself. Um, you, you, the island that I ended up on is a little different now. 
And there's this like um, part of the story is like this floating uh, like visage of a head appears on on the island, and it sings songs. There's a play button that you can push around the outside of it, and this floating head sings songs, and all of the, it sings three or four different songs, and they're bangers. They're legit. They're legit <laughs> bops, dude. <laughs> I sat there last night for like an hour, just listening to all the songs that this floating head was singing, and I was like, "This is legit." <laughs> you want to know what songs are banger? Uh, the Wayfinder login screen music. Uh, oh. Wilfredo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wilfredo, ever played like Dofus, Wakfu, or anything like that from the Ankama, the company doing um, Waven here? Yeah, I, uh, I I actually played Wafu a long time ago. Um, I actually like, you know, uh, turn-based strategy games like this. Like, it takes me back to, like, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and things like that. I like these games. Um, I'm interested in seeing the way how this one comes off because this, I like the art style. I think it's really cool. Um, and from all the screenshots that I've seen, it looks like it just takes me back to that. I am interested in it. I just want to see if, you know, I'll actually get a chance to play it somewhere. Definitely. Yeah, I'm interested to see, Troy, in your first look, the cash shop stuff. Because, I honestly, I loved uh, Dofus and Wakfu, but the monetization was not... It's not like it was egregious, but I was like, yeah, I don't I don't really want to play this anymore. It was rough. So I'll be interested to see what they've changed this time around. Uh, two quick hits here on just like new things coming up. NetEase has opened a new studio called T Minus Zero Entertainment. Uh, there's some MMO vets involved here. So you've got Mark Tucker, who was Fallout 76, game director at the new studio. Jeff Dobson, art director, uh, previously worked on Star Wars The Old Republic, Anthem, uh, and Anthem. Uh, Scott Malone, VP of Operations and Production. He's worked on Doom and uh, The Elder Scrolls Online. So you do have some MMO vets in here. They're going to be working on multiplayer uh, RPG-type titles that they call immersive multiplayer-focused third-action or third-person action games set in a sci-fi universe. So definitely something to keep an eye on, to keep a little eye on. Uh, also, Arctic Theory, uh, previously, like I think two years ago, <laughs> we reported on a project of theirs that they were working on. Uh, I don't even remember the code name. Codename Annex, I think it was. Um, yeah, A-N-N-E-X. Uh, that has now been revealed to be Pioneers of New Dawn. This is a new sandbox MMO set in a persistent world that just happens to be called New Dawn. We're not going to know a lot about this game anytime soon. In Q4, we should hear some details about closed beta, not saying that there will be a closed beta in Q4, just that we'll hear details about it. What's interesting here, Troy, is this is one of your favorite genres, Persistent World, Sandbox, MMO, and they they say, hey, they want to push the this genre forward. They want to evolve this genre a little bit. So I'm sure you're going to be keeping an eye on this. It looks yeah, like it, the screen, the like concept art looks like the cycle, though, which I don't think is the best take for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does look like every other game like out there right now. So I don't know. We'll have to see. I'll be keeping an eye on it. I can't say that I'm like there's anything that makes me just overly excited for it right now. But there's not a lot of details right now. So yeah, not a lot on that one. That's why they're just some some quick hits. All right, let's slide over to some additional information. Seems like everybody would like a rollback this week. 
Uh, I bet Wayfinder would. Um, <laughs> Destiny 2's game director actually had to throw up a video saying, hey, you know what? That whole state of the game post. <laughs> Just kidding, Troy. <laughs> that that that's that's our bad. That's our bad. We didn't we didn't mean it. Please love us. Yeah, what happened Please here? Love us too. Uh, yeah, essentially they put out a state of the game, and and one of the big uh, contention markers on it was, uh, you know, we we just can't we don't have the we don't have the infrastructure to put out more than one PvP map a year. Oops. And people were like, uh, you have hundreds of developers. <laughs> you just got that sweet sweet Sony money. <laughs> yeah, Sony. Sony has you. Uh, we know better. Uh, development laziness. So they they put out a, a video. The uh, game director, uh, Joe Blackburn, no relation, um, <laughs> uh, said that uh, you know what you're you're right. This is this was on me. He put it on himself. Put the honest on himself for the, the bad state of the game. And then so they were heads down working on, you know, current projects and then put the time and care into it that they normally do, but they're going to put together now a PVP strike team that is focused mainly on or entirely on producing PVP content. That's really um, weird. Thing. Like a team of people you thought would have already existed for a game a, like a, destiny in a, in a game like destiny Two, You would have thought a team like that already existed. There would be like a PVP team and a <laughs> PVE team and an expansion team. You think you would have all these different teams, but apparently they're just now like, Oh, a PVP strike team. That sounds like a thing that we should do. I mean, good. Right. It, it at least shows recognition of like, how pissed the player base was with that state of the game. Like we called it underwhelming. And then even in the piece said underwhelming might be a little gentle for, for what this is called. <laughs> what What's going on here? I don't know. I don't know. PVP strike team. They've been built. Uh, Wilfredo, are you a rogue company guy? I, I played it for a little bit, but not so much anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, however it is right now, that's pretty much the way it's going to stay. Uh, we had speculated on this with high res's restructuring, uh, which by the way, high res just caught itself in another little social media backfire, uh, last night about voice actors and AI check out Troy's article on MMObomb.com. Uh, was it a Wednesday? They revamped things the way <laughs> they revamped the contract the way they needed to, uh, based on the backlash, but there's still some question marks out there. So go ahead and take a look at it. Well, uh, evil mojo. The the part the company that's taking over Rogue Company finally put up a post, you know, welcoming. They were saying introducing themselves to the commit uh, the community, and yeah. So they've said, "Hey, p apologies for the lack of communication. We're going to get better on that." But going forward, the team wants to preserve the current gameplay experience of Rogue Company while infusing it with new elements to keep things excited. They noted a commitment to transparency and dedication to the existing community and said thanks. Uh, you know, give us the some time. Updates are going to be slower than before, and really the focus is on enhancing balance and quality of life with a new update on that front maybe sometime next month. But if you are looking for new content, this sounds... They don't expressly say it, Wilfredo, but this sounds like, yeah, we, we ain't making changes much anymore. Yeah, I figured that, that was the case. I mean, Rogue Company isn't a bad game. But it, it, it's plagued with its issues. Um, I think a lot of the community would definitely say that it's it's not a game that is uh, your main if you're looking for 
this type of PvP shooter. It's definitely a... I got some time to kill while I'm waiting for my next game to download. Oh, wait, Boulder's Great 3 is going to take 160 gigs? Yeah, I'll, I'll play this for the time being. <laughs> um, it's It sucks. It sucks because there's some real potential in Rogue Company. And to hear basically, yeah, we're just trying to fix it. That's That's a bad thing. Other games we expect to fall into that are Realm Royale and some of the other titles we talked about during the, the merger. We haven't seen posts from those those companies yet, but the way it was worded was like maintenance mode, but we're not saying maintenance mode, so stay tuned. Hey, that mysterious company that backed out of Embracer Group's $2 billion deal right before Embracer Group went ahead and reported its finances uh, and then took a double-digit stock slapping over having to announce that that deal they thought was going to go through didn't. Axios is reporting that the investor, who was a mystery investor uh, during the financial report, seems to be Savvy Group or Savvy Games Group out of Saudi Arabia. That company literally just rebranded yesterday, by the way. It's not called Savvy Games anymore. It's called Steer <laughs> Studios. <clears throat> literally just rebranded yesterday. So there you go. Uh, that's where that $2 billion went. And uh, speaking of money just hemorrhaging outdoors, as Roblox just continues an absolute bloodbath as far as it's lost like all the gains it got over the last year. They're, they're gone. Uh, it was a 21% drop on the stock market this week, uh, over another $282.8 million in losses over the last quarter, uh, which is up from the $176.4 million loss for the same period last year. And so that's basically wiped out all the money they've made this year, uh, this year so far. But if you want a job with Roblox, they are, I mean, they have the money, right? They're not going anywhere, but that's still a lot of money. Um, they're now um, building an in-platform career center. So you could literally, Wilfredo, have a job interview for Roblox in your Roblox. How do you like that? <laughs> you don't look thrilled. It's the metaverse. <laughs> oh, it's just the Roblox version of Metaverse. It's look, I'm I, I was thinking of, I I'm gonna be full transparent. I was thinking about this when I was on the toilet. <laughs> you were this, thinking about your the, Roblox interview. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> you know I I want to be a part of their community. Well, now you could just um, take it on the toilet. I can, <laughs> I can. <laughs> which is sad. But here's here's my thing, right? Like it's. It's one of those things where it's like you look at uh, many major MMOs, right? Elder Scrolls, Warcraft, things like that. And there's this RP element of getting into your character and everything that's going on with your guilds, right? Of course. That's fine. And then you see that with the metaverse and how that tanked horribly when you have things like Zoom and Discord to have these conversations and these interviews and things like that. To be able to be a part of the experience so to speak to kind of like work your way into roblox and and their career opportunities i think it's cool but you know to be to invest that much for people to play a game and basically work through the game seems a bit off for me and it seems very much like somebody said hey mark zuckerberg's got a great idea but his platform is trash we have a great platform but this idea is trash. Let's see if we can make it work. Troy, you are uh, going to have your Roblox interview in their virtual center, their career center. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm leaving MMO bomb. I meant to tell you, uh, I've had a Roblox interview, and I will now be a virtual assistant inside of Roblox. Uh, finally, can you Torian chat? Can I just give an immediate a bomb for that? Yeah, you absolutely can. You absolutely can. Uh, last but not least, before we slide over the weekly bombs, there's not a ton of news on the Guild Wars Two front, but I felt it would be remiss if we didn't talk about it. Right, the expansion comes out next week. Right, 22nd, next Tuesday. Am I right there? Yep. yep. Am I remembering that right? Uh, yep. Comes out next week. We all know Troy is very happy from last week's show about being able to get his uh, his mount in a much easier fashion. But they're also adding a new rewards system, kind of like a season pass-ish thing, but there's no like premium or free. Like, What is going on with this, Troy? Because the way I'm reading it, and I'm not a Guild Wars 2 expert, I'm kind of like, you know what? I dig this. I kind of think I like this. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a season pass, except you can only do it playing the game. You can't buy levels. And also there's no premium track. There's only the, the track that you can get by completing achievements and doing challenges inside the game only. So you don't have to buy it. You can't buy levels in it. And there's no premium track to buy. So even if you wanted to spend more money on it, you can't. It, it seems like something that's literally just, hey, this would be cool for the players. Let's put it in our game. Yeah. Which is an unusual marketing yeah, maneuver nowadays. That's crazy. That's craziness. Something replacing log in rewards as well. Log in rewards as well. Uh, yeah, the rewards in the vault change every few months. So you'll, you'll have a fair amount of time to go and get these things. So that kind of throws out the fear of missing out that I always talk about, particularly with Destiny, right? Uh, that's one that I, I feel like has capitalized on FOMO for a while. You do challenges, you get Astral Claim, and you spend that in the Wizard's Vault. That's it. Instead of unlocking items at each level, you just have the flexibility to go and get whatever reward you want. Like that that's craziness. That's craziness, Wilfredo. <laughs> this is no. This can't work. No, this this can't work because it's too good to be true. But if this is what it is, I'm down for it. Like this I I'm excited for it. I really am because it's just like, hey, you guys play our game. It's it's kind of wild. It. Buy game, play game, get rewards in game. That's crazy. That's crazy. It sounds too good to be true. It probably so, is. It probably uh, is. Season two will have a premium track. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember any promises being made right. about the future. But hey, the the expansion launches this coming Tuesday. Can't wait. I'm gonna be in there checking it out, and then probably out of it in three weeks. It's just the way I roll with Guild Wars Two, but I know yeah. Troy's gonna be all over it. Are you? Has it enticed? Has uh, Secrets of the Obscure enticed you to come back, Wilfredo? Yeah, actually, it has. Um, I'm sitting here reading the uh, the article that Troy did, and I'm just curious about this uh, the scrap hammer. <laughs> 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 just because in a. a TTRPG I was just playing recently, a friend of mine used his crisis wrench to knock somebody out. <laughs> so I'm like, ooh, a hammer. <laughs> yeah, you and you and Troy are best buds. He just likes to get a big old hammer and just go. Yeah, if you if you unlock the uh the uh, elite specialization itself, you get the big uh scrapper hammer. Looks like a giant pipe wrench. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Let's slide over and do the weekly bombs. Yeah. 
you can't tell from the flack I've been giving it all day, you Wayfinder Founders Pack purchasers deserved a hell of a lot better. Hopefully, Airship Syndicate and Digital Extremes will take care of what they need to take of take care of very quickly. I would imagine they're going to have to give out some compensation for this because it's not like early access was a set 30 days or 60 days and they can just say, hey, we're going to extend it to 63 days. There is no set timeline for that. So I imagine they're going to have to toss some type of compensation out to people that paid for this. I mean, they, you, you just have to. And if they don't, wow. So I'm going to give an A-bomb to the Wayfinder launch so far. As much as I want to give this game like the benefits so that I can go and dive into it, it just keeps like kicking me in the teeth every time I try to give it the benefit of the doubt a little bit. So A-bomb, Wayfinder launch. Troy. Uh, not to risk sounding unoriginal, but A-bomb to the Wayfinder launch. And Jira says and they already did say on Discord that they're going to give compensation. That totally makes sense. So, yeah, they, they should. They need to do something because uh, this is a this is not good. It's not a good look at all. And then I got a dub-bomb for the upcoming yearly Silver Waste report from Mr. Mike Byrne. I can't, <laughs> wait, to see, I can't wait to see what the Silver Waste is like in Secrets of the Obscure. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Am I going to get, uh, does the expansion come with a boost? I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at the pricing for the expansion uh, packs or not. I do not know, actually. Because that's where I kept getting them. Like when ArenaNet sends us our copies, it does. Yeah. So ArenaNet sends us our copies of the expansion. They send us like, you know, whatever, three for the staff and whatever. And uh, yeah, I always end up with a boost. <laughs> Q is working now, but the server is still not stable, getting kicked out roughly every 10 minutes for server, server failure to write the database. Yeah, we're totally streaming Wayfinder after the show today. One, <laughs> which means, chat, you're going to have to talk to me about stuff while we stare at screens. Uh, Wilfredo, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a dub bomb to uh, Baldur's Gate three, just because it it's awesome. Oh, I haven't played yet. I'm so scared to play it because I'm like I, I don't have a lot of free time, and this is gonna take all of it. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm afraid too because Starfinder comes out in less than a month. Starfield, so, yeah, or Starfield, yeah, and I'm I'm like oh. Oh no, I am such a Bethesda fan. Yeah. Starfield There's review five. copies went out yesterday to press. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh, from the viewers, Soul Echelon. Uh, remember to leave your weekly bombs or question of the week answers right under this YouTube video or right under the video on MMOBomb.com. If you go there, that helps us pay the bills. So thumbs up. We love you. Uh, Soul Echelon says, A bomb to Blue Protocol in general at this point. Yeah, their last community stream. Oof. It turned off a lot of people. I was so excited for this game, but now I've lost all desire to play it. Been keeping tabs on it, and it seems every time some information comes out about it, it's generally a tiny bit of good news mixed with extremely bad news. Amazon censorship was the final nail, removing short characters, really. But the recent JP developer stream was the hammer that drove that nail into the coffin for me. More egregious monetization. The devs seem to know nothing about their own game, and it all just felt hopeless at that point. I was thinking about giving it a shot anyway because I love pole arm classes in games, but nah, if the devs don't seem to care, why should I? They they, they did like, uh, that stream was awful, and the monetization stuff, you're absolutely right. The class stuff was the absolute worst. They were showing off this new class. They played it for like 12 minutes with no, they didn't say anything. They just played it. And nobody talked. Mm. And then they opened it up for questions about the new class, and nobody could seem to answer any of the questions chat was having. 
like wow. basic can the class do this what does it do in this scenario what does it do they could i, I seem to remember it does does it this way and it was so bad so bad go ahead troy Kyle, show must have started late, came on after one, and it still said MMO bomb was offline on Twitch. Yeah, last week we had to start at like 2 o'clock yeah. because of conference calls on my side there. Typically 1 o'clock Eastern. Go ahead, Wilfredo. Pantera, a bomb to Wayfinder servers, the bomb to their customer service. They've been super transparent with everything and keeping us up to date. Yeah, I will give it to them for that, Andrea. You're right. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna slap them around a little bit, you know, at least their Twitter was fairly responsive until later hours yesterday, and then has picked right back up. And the, their Discord, although I'm not personally in it, I've seen stuff coming out of there too. So all right, fine, credit where due. Chirac, an A bomb to 70 degree weather bomb. Uh, wait, wait, A bomb to 70. I'm assuming the F is for Fahrenheit. 70 degrees weather bomb to the 90 degrees expected next week. Oof. That's a bit warm. That's a bit toasty. <laughs> Go ahead, Troy. Uh, Baron Vagabond, the bomb to Guild Wars 2. Easy mount track started Tuesday. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, question of the week last week. What are your most anticipated multiplayer games now that we're about halfway through, uh, over the halfway point through the year? They don't have to actually come out this year to be on your list. Just we have to know about them. Soul Echelon chiming in here too. Thank you, Soul. Uh, what I am still excited for is my question of the week. Wayfinder. Also played its closed beta and there's lots of potential in this game. I come from Warframe, so I know how well DE can take player feedback. True. And Airship Syndicate has a number of awesome games under its belt. Also true. Monetization looks fine so far. Probably will be. Combat was generally enjoyable for me, though I do agree it could use some screw tightening here and there. I don't mind games with a lot of dungeon diving at all, so that part's actually a treat for me. Same. There is a ton of overworld stuff to do, so it's not only dungeon-focused, like what was insinuated in this podcast. No, it <laughs> I don't think there's going to be as one as much open-world stuff as you think um, once you get into it. And Two, I don't think we've ever just like, it, but it is dungeon focused. It's not dungeon only focused. Of course not. But it is dungeon focused. Uh, also keep in mind, the Wayfinder is not coming out in a few days. It's just early access. There will be more improvements before its official release early next year. That said, I'm satisfied with what I've already played. So I'll be hopping into early access to continue playing and give my support. Now, all that said, my personal friend group is more into close-knit co-op games like Baldur's Gate 3 and Remnant 2 and so on. So while I'm excited for Wayfinder, my friend group is cautiously excited for Payday 3. So I am right with you uh, across the board with Wayfinder. We beat them up a little bit today, but they kind of deserved it for the launch stuff, the early access launch stuff. But I am hopeful for it just like you are. And now, you said it over and over again on paper. It's like your MMO. It is. It is. Go ahead, Troy. Uh, Breckner, I played Palia for a bit. Not horrible, but there's just too much farming. You need to cut down whole forests just to make your house. LOL. Question of the week. As technology advances, I feel like we just don't need multiplayer games that much. Just look at the Skyrim AI mod. That's the future. Playing single-player games with AI companions instead of people. Yeah, but then I wouldn't be able to tell them how bad they are at the game when it's actually me being bad. <laughs> And I think that's an important part of my multiplayer gaming experience. Go ahead, Wilfredo. <laughs> Hot Lizard, great name. Troy and I are waiting on pins and needles for the next version of Bless Online. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So excited. Terminus Tataro says, anticipated multiplayer games. Armored Core. Oh, wait. Not multiplayer. Starfield. Oh, wait. Not multiplayer. Damn. This is harder than I thought. Monster Hunter 6. I played Monster Hunter Rise. Purely single player, though. Well, it's either Monster Hunter 6 or Anvil Empires. Fair enough. Question of the week this week. I want you to put your money where your mouth is. We had Square Enix Financials last show. We had Roblox Financials. Like, isn't Embracer Group losing its deal. Check it out. Put your money where your mouth is. What MMO game or MMO game company would you personally invest in right now? You got $100,000 to do so. Throw it at one singular company slash game under a company. Who are you actually investing money in if you had to? Let us know in the comments below. Don't forget your weekly bombs. Dub bomb for something good. A bomb for something bad in the world of gaming. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Always Online podcast. Until then, Wilfredo, where can everybody find you? You can find me on X, gonna give it to you. Dick Marys. Not anymore, he won't. Go ahead, uh, <laughs> Troy. What about you? Uh, if I'm on social media, like, X, gonna give it to you. Uh, it's at Nuke Fridge. Oh, I hate both of you. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at MMO Bomb. And you'll know every time we're going live with a podcast, a stream, or we're just hanging out. Get your giveaways and first look videos and more on the site. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.